Do you ever wonder what God is up to in the world? I certainly do. I think about that a lot. This is Friday, November 4th. So let me ask, why would God allow war like is taking place in Ukraine at this point in history? Why would there be such vast migrations of people to the United States and also to Europe? I don't have the answer to those questions, but I think we need to keep asking because God has a purpose. I think of the situation in the life of Joseph, the son of Jacob. His brothers sold him into slavery and he ended up in Egypt, far from home and from his family. Actually, his father thought he was dead. Many years passed while he was there, decades really, but the Lord was working. God moved Joseph from that Egyptian prison into leadership in the kingdom of Pharaoh. He's the one that crafted the plan to save the Egyptian people in the face of a coming famine. And even though we think what is going on is a family conflict and nothing more, God is working to fulfill a much greater plan. We're told that after many years, when Joseph is reunited with his family, they have actually come to Egypt themselves to survive the famine. Likely they wouldn't have survived except Joseph had gone down to Egypt ahead of them. But his whole family is saved along with untold thousands of Egyptians and many, many more from the other nations as well. It may surprise you that the plan of God is not only for the Hebrews. God's plan and purposes include the whole world. All those years later, when Joseph is reunited with his family, we expect him to take revenge, or at least to harbor anger or bitterness toward his brothers that treated him so poorly. But no, here is what he says, our text from Genesis 50, verse 19 to 21. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and he spoke kindly to them. Now Joseph doesn't sugarcoat what his brothers did to him. Yes, they meant him evil. They wanted to get rid of Joseph. But that wasn't God's purpose at all. God's purpose was the saving of many people. Now, the lessons we can take away from this are many. First, God cares about all people. God made the entire world, and he also promises to make all things new. He hasn't chosen one people or one continent or one culture to redeem. God cares about the entire world, and he has never once stopped being involved with it. What we need to see is that the Lord is comprehensive in his concern for everything, everybody, everywhere, and at all times, past, present, and future. This means that God loves you, and he also has a concern for your neighbor. Suffice it to say that God has always been dealing with people, wherever and whenever they have been living. God's engagement is complete and his plan is comprehensive. 
You see, God called Israel to be for him a kingdom of priests. And God calls those that are in Christ to serve him in the same way. But God has worked with the ancient Chinese and also the modern Bengalese. Why is this important for us to see? Well, as we saw this week, this week our perception is often cramped and small. As we review scripture, however, we find the Lord showing his people this truth time and time again. We see in Jonah, for example, God's concern for Nineveh. In the work of Joseph in Egypt, God cares for people that worship idols and even come to enslave the people he has called. We hear in the minor prophets that God is engaged with the nations around Israel, using them as a part of his plan and bringing correction and judgment whenever it's needed. Again, God is at work everywhere and among all the nations of the earth. Why should this be important to us? Well, that's the second thing. God's mission in Christ includes the nations of the world, too. You see, in Christ, through grace, a way is made for people, all people, people of every nation and culture, to have communion with God and to enjoy life with God forever. For the first time, a way has been made in Christ for people to have fellowship with God, for the chains of sin and death to be broken, and for people to experience true freedom in life. This is why Jesus commissions his, his disciples to go and, and reach people of all nations, to make disciples of them as well. It's why Jesus told his disciples they would be witnesses to the ends of the earth, and also in Samaria and Judea. His salvation plan was not for the Jewish people alone, but for the entire world. So what do we do with this today? I think first we adjust our way of thinking to include the nations and every neighbor we have. And second, we come to see our part in the mission of Jesus so that the world might know. How might a changed perspective on our part affect the way we view people, the very people God has placed around us, the people God has brought to this great city? Let's pray. Almighty God, we know that every square inch of our world is under your lordship, that you created the nations and cultures of the world so that people might reach out and perhaps find you. Remind us of your plan so that we might see more clearly our calling. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.